morning, City Church. This is Harrison, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. One of my favorite moments in our worship service is when I'm given the benediction, and I get to see all of you with your arms outstretched to receive this final blessing in the service. Have you ever wondered why we do this? I mean, there's certainly nothing mandated about it. You can go to plenty of other faithful churches, even other PCA churches, where they don't do it. So there's nothing magic to it. It doesn't mean that if you don't raise your hands, it's uh, negating God's blessing somehow. But rather, one of the reasons we do it is because there's an organic connection between our souls and our bodies. This is why we often describe describe humans as being embodied souls. Because of that, what is going on in our souls will make its way out through our actions. And the converse is true as well. Our physical actions can have some effect upon our souls. To make this more tangible, think about love. If you tell someone you love them, but that doesn't translate into action, then that person can rightfully call in the question whether you actually love them. So we raise our hands during the benediction as a way of physically leading our soul into a posture of reception. Now, what does this have to do with thankfulness, which is the subject I've been exploring this week? Well, remember the thankfulness formula we've been talking about? Guilt plus grace equals gratitude. Again, that's a summary of the Heidelberg Catechism. And when you get to that final section, the gratitude section, it's all about good works. Typically, when we think of thankfulness, it's just a state of mind. But according to the Heidelberg Catechism, thankfulness is active. Our thankfulness to God for His grace should manifest in obedience and acts of mercy and justice towards our neighbor. A thankful heart always works itself out through our hands and feet. This is also the pattern that we see in Ephesians, which we've referenced the past two days. After describing how we're dead in our sins, but we've been made alive with Christ in chapter 2, Paul then goes on in the preceding chapters to show how that new life in Christ manifests in unity with other believers and a new way of living, putting off the old patterns of sin and putting on the new patterns of righteousness. So what this all means is that if we're to grow in thankfulness, we need to act out our thankfulness. How do we do this? Well, one surefire way that you find all throughout Scripture is acts of service and mercy. Because when we do those, we are reenacting how Christ has acted towards us, which is the source of our thanksgiving. Remember, that's the guilt and grace piece of the formula that we've talked about the past two days. So here's my challenge for you. In preparation for Thanksgiving tomorrow, do some act of service or mercy today. And as you do it with your body, remind yourself, your soul, that that is how Jesus acts toward you. I, for one, can say that I am thankful for you, City Church, and I hope that you have a great Thanksgiving day. We'll be taking the next couple of days off, resuming on the upco- on this upcoming Monday. So, until tomorrow, stay well and do good.